0: back in 2019 Ruthann, then when I hooked up with you at a truck stop out in the west in that dusty old town that's right I came in that truck stop my spurs and my Peter Bill belt buckle I can't even talk tonight <coughs> You remember that, Ruthann? I do. You remember me picking you up? (laughs) You remember me hooking up with you?
1: I'm such a hussy.
0: (laughs) No, you weren't a hussy. I'm just good. That's right. I landed you 2019. Never mind. How about this music instead, Ruthann? Happy New Year, baby. thought maybe we just have a little bit of fun here on talk cdl Ruth Ann. you know 2019 in the books thank god yeah i agree with that goodbye 2019 bye bye felicia come on 2020 welcome to talk cdl Ruth Ann, we thought we'd start out today doing what Hey
1: drivers, are you thinking about becoming a lease operator? Well, NCI is leasing out one to two-year-old Kenworth T680 double bunk condo tractors. Fully loaded with APU and fridge. Plus, the company is owned by their own product. That's right, they deliver mainly their own freight, which means your business will be thriving for a long time to come. 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. Seven zero seven six, and tell them Tox City i you. Please. Thank you. You know what sucks? Shopping for truckers insurance. You know what sucks more? Not having it. You want to know how to fix that? Call 800 347 five three seven three and let the trucking insurance experts at rev help you get the coverage you need without breaking the bank rev specializes in providing insurance of all types to small fleet owners and independent owner operators whether local short haul or long haul rev insurance can get you covered at a price that fits your budget from liability damages and cargo to workers compensation and surety bonds rev has your back while you're out there on the road call eight hundred Three four seven five three seven three, or visit www.revinsurance.com. That's R-E-V-I-N-S-U-R-A-N-C-E.com. That's 800-347-5373. Rev Insurance knows truckers because they only work with truckers. little bit of trucker talk. Okay, lay it on me.
0: Oh, uh, you're supposed to lay it on me, don't you? Have some stats for us.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. a
1: little bit of holiday head still in there. Ah, uh, yeah, I got to get
0: rid of that. that <laughs> I, was, got, I got I got some
1: facts here. It's still January first, hmm. so. What do you got for us today? The got a little got a little article you want to read. The trucking industry, the U.S. Trucking industry. The U.S. trucking industry. Ha- accounts for about $700 billion. Okay. Annually? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's just basically saying that it's, well, it, it doesn't really actually say annually. It's just saying that it's worth that. So I don't know if you want to consider that annually or not.
0: It sounds like right. an annual thing, but you know what makes me want to throw up?
1: <laughs> the, <laughs> Forbes just came Sauerkraut. out.
0: With, <laughs> <laughs> Forbes just came out with their richest guy in the world thing, and that... Dude that owns Amazon. He lost 38 billion dollars in a divorce last year but still retained number one spot and has 110 million or 110 billion dollars. Yeah. And the trucking industry is only worth 700. Billion. The dude's almost as rich as the trucking industry. That's
1: pretty sick. Hmm. I, I didn't think of that till pre- just now. Yeah, that's pretty. Right. That's a stout bank account. Downer Troy here. Let's just move on to the We don't want to talk about that anymore. I wonder
0: if Mr. Amazon needs like a nephew or something. Maybe a a podcast even. We want to buy one
1: <laughs> Go ahead For one million, one million dollars Okay,
0: come on, let's go What do you got? So it's $700 billion mm-hmm. this, These are some trucker stats This is what we wanted to do We wanted to give these guys and gals out there in trucker land A, a pile of stats on the first day of 2020 To kind of kick off our year We wanted to just kind of have uh, uh, some fun facts about trucking And then we'll just go from there We got all kind of interviews coming up But it's just you and I tonight
1: It is Alright, so what else you got? The uh, U.S. trucking industry accounts for more than 5% of all the full-time jobs in America, even though the truckers themselves earn a lower, weight, lower than average wage. Okay. Say that again. I want to hear that stat one more time. The U.S. trucking industry accounts for more than 5% of all the full-time jobs in America, even though the truckers themselves earn a lower than average wage. Basically... The average annual wage, let me go down here to where it is. For a trucker, let me
0: guess. Can I guess? Go ahead. You had the going. Is it? It's probably in the 40s. 40,000. 42,000.
1: No. No. No, you're a little, you're not off by much. Like if it was the price is right, would I be over or under? Under. Really?
0: How much did I
1: underbid by? it's just basically saying according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics in 2018 the median income was forty six thousand eight hundred per year but the annual wage for a truck driver was forty three thousand six hundred and eighty that's a
0: ju- I'm gonna tell you something that actually rips me up I mean it you talk about talk about a job. Not only, and don't get me wrong, like people go, well, you chose that profession to be gone. I get that. Yeah, you're right. But the hours that a trucker actually works. He's, here, let me tell you something, 43,000. Now think about this. When you're done at your job... Most people, when you're done at your regular whatever job you do, right, you punch out and you go home. You're not responsible for that it's job. The,
1: it's the it's the eight hour a day, sometimes ten hour a day. That's you well, know. It, well, it's
0: not that though, reason What I'm getting at is, if you're a truck driver, right, and you you punch out for for the day, right, and or you, if you're a truck driver and you leave, you're done. You're you're done with your clock for the day. You're still responsible. I can't even freaking talk. Listen, when you're done. For the day, you're not done for the day. Is what I'm getting at, you don't get to go home and say, "Okay, the job is yours. You're responsible for this tractor trailer that I'm sleeping in tonight." You're still technically on the job, mm-hmm. 24/7. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that. I'm not saying that the trucking truck drivers need to have pity. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying though, but for forty three freaking thousand dollars a year, a three thousand. You just said that the average it's wage about
1: three thousand difference.
0: The average American worker makes forty six thousand dollars, and the average the average truck And I know there's a bunch of truckers out there that make 60, 70 grand, but there's still a lot of guys out there that are not making jack crap. It's, it's, it's
1: something. Well, here's the thing. The the statistics are actually pulled down then also for those drivers that don't want to run. But, you know, you have the drivers that instead of doing close to 3,000 miles, they're doing 1,500 because they're going home a lot. So those drivers, those, those large chunk actually of drivers are thrown into those statistics with the drivers that are actually out there busting their butt doing 60, 80,000 a year. Mm-hmm. So... When you look at what those statistics are, yeah. you know, it is uh, every driver's statistic. So they don't they don't group them to okay. These are the drivers that that don't work as hard. But what mm-hmm. I don't like is the same thing you were just mentioning. That the driver is not—they don't get clocked out and saying, "Okay, well, this this load full of freight that I have now, even though that there's a, a lock on it, I'm not responsible for it." Yeah, go you're ahead still technically responsible. Grab your little your little um, lock buster. <laughs>
0: no, you can't just you can't just no. go. Okay, I'm going home for the day. You're a thousand miles away. And like I said in the beginning, I get that we chose the profession to be out there trucking. I get that part. But what's funny is the the wage. The wage part is kind of a ripoff to a truck driver. I'm telling you, man. My grandfather in the '70s, people in the '70s were making more than these guys make today. That's kind of funny the way you're drinking out of that straw, right Look, you kind of look crippled the way you're just sticking your lips out to grab the straw. Is still funny? But anyway, I was
1: trying to pull a Bugs Bunny thing. No, <laughs> but no,
0: seriously, that's you know I don't want to beat this really t- to the max. This wage thing but there's it, i can't even dig into the depth of it to make people understand it because
1: a lot of them like i, I, I said we, we i think we can understand it though well, Troy.
0: but i think i think a lot of them think well you're a trucker and and you get to sit on your ass and you get to drive for a living and blah 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 but that's that's not that is not a hey if you've ever gone on a trip i'll give i'll give everybody an idea if you have ever gone on a trip a 10-hour trip and by like the third hour you're
1: going, are we still are we there yet? Are we there yet? Truckers do that every day. And again, we chose the profession. I get that part. Well, yeah, because you, you a lot of drivers, the reason they choose that profession is because they like to go bye-bye. Well, I, they I, want to do that.
0: Right. And I get that part. That's not what I'm complaining about. I'm not complaining about the, the hardness of the job. But M- what my problem is is the hours that a truck driver actually sticks in is really technically even, hey, let me tell you something. If, let's just say, for example, I'm on my in my sleeper, right, and I'm sleeping. I'm four hours into my break, right, and somebody backs into my truck. Who's ass do you think has to get up and be responsible for that truck? And I'm not on the clock. I'm on my damn break, and somebody just, how many truckers uh, this weekend had somebody back into them while they were in, a, in the truck stop? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, something happens to the truck. All of a sudden, you're, you're sitting there, and, and your truck overheats. Who has to get up and take care of the company truck off the clock, Mm -hmm. that's really responsible, he's not getting paid for it, He's and he's making $3,000 a damn year less. That's all I'm saying is, that's a bullshit wage. And excuse my language, but it's a bunch of crap. What else you got, Ruthann? I'm in a mood today, baby. Mm -hmm. And I got energy after that coffee.
1: Mm -hmm. Come on. Okay, so data shows that the trucking The trucking itself moves 71% of all the freight in America and Mm -hmm. nearly 6% of all the full-time jobs in the country are in the trucking industry. Now, we already know that they said that the U.S. trucking industry accounts for more than 5% of all the full-time jobs. So I just wanted to make sure, because this is calculating when they say nearly 6%, that's everything that's involved in trucking. So, the industry employs millions of drivers to generate hundreds of billions of dollars in annual revenue. $700 billion. It serves as a vital lifeline between producers and consumers when it comes to everything from gasoline to gallons of milk. While the trucking industry is now decades old, it remains dynamic and with constant demand with the consumers keeping trucking as vital to the economy as ever. So here are some facts. In 2017, the American trucking industry posted revenue higher than the GDP Mm -hmm. of more than 150 nations. Isn't that
0: crazy? Yeah. So
1: in 2017, the U.S. trucking industry generated just over $700 billion. That was more than the GDP of Bangladesh, and slightly less than the GDP of Colombia.
0: I wonder how many guys kiss the Amazon CEO's ass. One hundred and ten billion dollars.
1: Will you just get off of that guy? This funny.
0: It's just when i the more I think about the Amazon guy compared to the trucking industry, and here we are making forty three thousand a year. And then we, what do we do with our forty three thousand? We order stuff on Amazon and make him.
1: That's inter- <laughs> true. <laughs> Those statistics I just he gave you all from back. the CIA, by it, the way, it's too
0: funny. He get the what's his name Baso or something. I don't he know. Actually, he gets it all back. We we haul his stuff for him, right? A lot of people haul Amazon stuff, and then we go spend it on him and Walmart, and we give it all back.
1: Well, here's the thing, though: Walmart and Amazon both are starting to hire their own drivers. They have their, they're starting to get their own fleet. Oh yeah, okay. So, okay, so with where the industry, where the industry a nation. See now you got me off the whole thing. We're reading really well. It would be ranked third if, if, if were the industry. Meaning, if the industry was a nation, if the trucking industry was a nation, it would have ranked thirty third in the GDP.
0: That's tra- That's sick.
1: <laughs> well, it is what it
0: is. I mean, hey, trucking is huge. People don't. Re- that's what's so funny. I want to give you a comparison from trucking to Burger King. When I was. 15 or 16 I got a job at Burger King cuz you're allowed to work 15 hours, right? And and I I'll, I'll, before I get move on, I'll confess I I got fired after a week, okay? But in the meantime, my studies of the Burger King industry, I was sitting there Sliding around in whopper grease, freaking French fryer. You're <laughs> you're getting pimples all over your face. Whopper and, grease? Yeah, well, it's, it's grilled. I don't care. It's still greasy. And 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 the French fry grease is on the floor. You're sliding around. You're sweating your brains out, right? Hey, you're sweating your brains out, right? What are you doing, a selfie? 2020. Okay, so you're sweating your brains out, right? In Burger King. At the end of the week, you might have brought home $39, right? Back then, it was like $2.35 was minimum wage. You were allowed 15 hours, right? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the manager was making, I think, thirty five or 45000 back then, which is crazy money
1: for... Are you sure they were making that much?
0: Yeah, they were because we knew the one manager... And he told us what the the managers make. I'm serious. He wasn't BSing us. They were making, I think it was 35000 a year. That was 20 years ago. It was crazy or more. And so so there we are, right? Ruthann's Ruth over here doing selfies. Nobody can see that. I just have to tell them.
1: Well, I couldn't. The first one, you know, when you move well, too fast. Well, what I Bur-
0: learned, listen, what I learned about Burger King that day was everybody got screwed except the damn person sitting in the back office counting the money. Right? I'm serious. The worker was getting his butt handed to him. Well, trucking's no different. You just said it's worth $700 billion. Billion. Dollars. Billion.
1: Right? I'm doing my best. You're Dr. Evil. Evil All right they, 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 You
0: don't have to tell them. They know that. So anyways, listen. And there they are. And who's the hardest working in the trucking industry? It's the trucker. And here we are, just like Burger King all over. We're sliding around in the damn Whopper grease and the freaking CEOs and the Amazon guy and everybody else is sitting home cashing in while the truck driver is getting chewed on little by little by little. I mean, $43,000. I'm going to get off that. What else you got?
1: I feel (laughs) like I have to get off my uh, Clydesdale here. (laughs) Okay, approximately five point eight percent of all the full time jobs in America are related to trucking. So according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics in two thousand and eighteen there are I know. Well I'm going further into it. Oh in two thousand and eighteen there are about one hundred and twenty nine million full time jobs in America. That same year approximately seven point four million of them people were employed by the trucking industry. That means about five point eight percent of all Americans full-time workers had jobs thanks to trucking.
0: You know, that actually surprises me. I'll tell you why. I would have thought that that would have been more higher than 5-6%. Five, five, I would have thought it was more like 20-25% that the trucking industry was related more. People are more indirectly working for trucking. But I'm wrong. Go ahead. What else you got?
1: Walmart alone employs 8,600 truckers. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. They are trying to do away with the third-party contracts and employing its own truckers, including a hiring surge for more than 1,400 new drivers brought on in 2018 and hundreds more so far in nineteen. Walmart truckers earn an average of nearly 88000 per year.
0: Yeah, I, I do know. And, and drivers, I'm going to tell you something. I don't usually give advice on what companies to work for. Okay, here on Talk CDL. but I have always said Walmart jobs are actually pretty decent jobs. They were always the guys you couldn't get on the CB, Ruth Ann, because they were sitting counting their money. Come on, what else you got? Stop, <laughs> stop playing
1: on your phone. I'm actually posting that too. It doesn't matter. Post Talk it CDL. later. Post it later. Okay, so now that we know that one, in 2017, trucks moved 10.8 billion tons of freight. So according to the American Trucking Association, U.S. trucks moved 10.8 billion tons of freight in 17. That equals about 30 pounds worth of goods for every man, woman, and child in the country.
0: So every, that was for the whole year. We each averaged 2,000 or 30 pounds.
1: And then trucks moved more than 70% of all goods transported around the United States. Trucking accounts for the vast majority of trucks Freight in America, with trucks carrying almost 71% of tonnage moved about the country. That far surpasses trains, boats, and air when it comes to moving cargo from the nation or around the nation.
0: I have no comment on that that statistic.
1: More than 40% of the jobs in American trucking industry are held by minorities. You know, I actually seen something like that
0: the other day. So 40%... Mm-hmm. Of the all trucking jobs, mm-hmm. that mean that goes from guy in the warehouse running the forklift to the to the guy in uh, you know the CEO to the drivers to everything. Forty percent of the trucking industry is minority. Right, right. But I believe if from what I read, the rest of the country is way lower than that. It's like we have we have a better mix of everybody in trucking than we do any industry.
1: Well, it says trucking is surprisingly, um. E- it, it says equal, larryton so it's just basically equal industry with 40.6% of all trucking nations, just basically like you, trucking jobs held by minorities. This fa- far outpasses the national or national Na- average Na- <laughs> national. Did you just say national? <laughs> yeah. Nice. National average when all the jobs are compared. Overall, minorities hold just 22% See, of jobs about. in the country, according to the Bureau of Labor.
0: And here's another statistic you probably have in there. Okay, so we have this great mix of minority in trucking. Mm-hmm. Really good 40% mm-hmm. minority. Mm-hmm. But I believe the female male gender thing is like a crazy unbalanced. But then again, I guess most females don't want to be truckers. That's really what it comes down to.
1: Well, last year when we did the interview with the women in trucking, she said that it was, I think it was eight percent of the. It was low. It was low. I think it was eight percent of the trucking was women. So. I mean, no, right it, we got a little bit more probably, but not a whole right bunch of percent. But rightfully so. You know, women really prefer
0: to be home with the children, which is cool. You know, I mean, if I, if I was home, I'd rather be home with my mother than my dad, you know, back in the day. So, but anyways, what else you got?
1: Not one of the regulators charged with overseeing the trucking industry was ever a trucker. Well, that's a surprise. So the FMCSA... So you're We're saying that
0: you're saying that everybody that makes up the rules yep. you said these are regulators yep so the people in charge of the trucking industry yep. you just read mm-hmm. on CDL mm-hmm. that not one of those people that are over us has ever driven a truck to trailer or held a class A CDL.
1: That's what I said. The Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration is charged with managing the laws and regulations that control trucking in America, but not one of the four administrators have ever held a commercial driver's license or had any background in the trucking industry. That's like a person that has a that's that never had a child in their life telling you how to raise your kid.
0: What was that cartoon Mr geez what was his name mr i don't know i don't he was like a bald-headed guy mr um she still lost me well how about mr burns on on the simpsons
1: (laughs) we're just talking about him (laughs) that's well that's what
0: it reminds me of like we're all working for the burns's mr burns and the the uh what's what's the, the the goofballs that own the federal the feds the uh rothschilds and all those guys you know that's that's who manages us They make the trucking rules. I'm not kidding you. Mm -hmm. They make up the rules. I'm going to tell you something. You know what it reminds me of? I can name. I I won't name them, but I know some trucking companies. One's in Pennsylvania. The dad. This guy made a... It was a great trucking company. They're in the center of PA. They have black trucks. I won't say their name. (laughs) But anyways. So check this out. Great company. Well, their sons went to college Right. And and they hired a bunch of college people that never drove a tractor trailer ever. Right. And and the company like literally took a crap. Yeah. I mean, hundreds of trucks. Company was great. The dad did. I'll tell you another company There's a company in Iowa. The guy uh, I, I know who he is. This guy has this trucking company in Iowa. Right. He started out as a trucker, built this thing up. He's mm-hmm. got friends. He's good friends like, you know, in the trucking association, blah, blah, blah. And if you're out there, you know what I'm talking about. So what does he do? He turns his trucking company over to his kids and a bunch of college kids that never drove a tractor trailer. And what does he do? He comes down here to Florida every year. And what does he do? sales around captiva and fort Isle or um fort myers and that down where all the islands are at mm-hmm. he, and he, he spends like six months of the year and he started doing that like every year and doing more and more and more and his company kept taking more of a dump mm-hmm. every single day another company merit merit they were a company out of nebraska had like 200 and some trucks they all they had w900s that was their company trucks what did the guy? What did the guy do? Started going out, riding Harley, and partying, and having a good time, spending money on his old lady that he met. Not that that's a big deal, right? Brought her over here, married her, spending money on her, not paying attention to his own trucking company, and and started letting them, a bunch of college kids run the trucking company. Boom! They went out
1: of business. I am. I am. A I'm surprised big... the
0: trucking industry hasn't gone out of business. We're being run by a bunch of
1: people that don't know trucking. Exactly. Well, here's the thing. It. it with anything that you, when you deal with hands-on versus textbook knowledge the person that knows the hands-on stuff like i would i would sooner hire a person that knows what they're doing simply because they've been doing it for the last year or two and not gone to college but i'd rather both be on my team yeah but if i had a choice i would rather the person that actually has the experience doing it then the person, let me ask you this. Proven,
0: proven experience. Because like we said, we just talked about a couple of trucking companies.
1: Just because they went to college doesn't mean they know crap about it.
0: I'm not talking about college. I'm saying proven experience. If somebody's got proven experience with success, successfully running a trucking company, that's the guy I want on my team. Mm-hmm. Not like not some guy that just is coming out of college for business because, you know, business. Well, you know, here, I, that's that's I wouldn't want okay. that. And I will. And I don't like the goofballs. What do you call them? Regulators? Mm-hmm. you know, they're overseeing the trucking industry and know nothing about it.
1: But here's the thing, like the, the person that we're going to interview, Ryan, Right. he, he, his family has a trucking company, just like yours. Your mm-hmm. family had the trucking company. Right. So you're raised in it. So you had some basic knowledge in it. He went to college but he's, still, he's now back into doing... But he was raised in trucking. He, exactly. And so that's where I was going to say, if you were raised in the trucking industry then, and, and even though you went to college, you might have went to college to learn more of what you're going to be needing while you're in that industry, whether it be like some kind of business yeah, or definitely... accounting or something like that. That's different. That's We're not speaking about that stuff. We're talking about going into an industry and... from a uh, a college degree that has nothing at all to do with it, but you never even experienced that industry prior to any of your daily living.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, we're saying the same thing.
1: Yeah. Well, I was just clarifying it. So, next, I'm getting off this horse.
0: But you're like on a roller coaster that's got loops. And... And it's hard to follow you sometimes. I'm on the rock and roller coaster. Because I'm trying to go up the loop when you're already around. I'm going, where's he going?
1: <laughs> That's because you need to catch up.
0: But no, bottom line is this. The regulators, I just want to say it again so no, everybody knows.
1: The people that make the trucking rules. FMCSA. Th-
0: the people that run the trucking industry have never driven tractor trailer. Ouch. What's next? Regan? I
1: guess there's four of them. And the, is I there? Know, there's I, there's I, like I, four I people.
0: Do we have their names? Well, is it Mr. Burns? I'm just kidding.
1: Let me, I'm I'm clicking here.
0: I don't think you'll have their names.
1: Boop, 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 boop. I actually might be able to get that, but I'm not going to go there right now. Okay. All
0: right. What's next?
1: The next one is most grocery stores will run out of food in just three days if long haul truckers stopped driving.
0: Yeah, I've seen that step before.
1: So it might seem like food supplies on supermarket shelves are boundless, always there when you need them. But in fact, experts predict that most grocery stores will start running out of food in just three days after long haul truckers stop working. And I can tell you this: if you're in an area like us, yeah. I was just gonna where you say get hit by a hurricane, we've, we we have experience with it, or you're up north where you've get the snowstorm coming in. How fast does it take for all the water, bread, and and and, and a half a day? Those types of products, like the dry s- goods, gone off the shelf. Well, you're right, and 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 Ruthann, like
0: they predict in three days, because most of that stuff has a three day shelf life. A lot of, well, not really. No bread, some, yeah. bread might, but but here's here's I was going to say the same thing. You are as soon as everybody around has the inclination. If that's a word. If they have the in, if is, they have the inkling, <laughs> if they have the inkling, right, that that supplies are gonna go, the greedy mm-hmm. we've seen old ladies pulling up to Sam's in Cadillacs with with gas cans in their car and and getting them out and filling them up to take home. Mm-hmm. So the greedy Right away, they run and they grab the boards. They grab the water. They grab the ga- the gas. They grab all the supplies off the shelves. So believe me, it wouldn't take three days if they knew the trucking industry was shutting down. I promise you, the greedy—they grab that stuff half a one day. And you're you. I couldn't. I couldn't even tell everybody how long the line. We've driven by gas lines that were miles long. My
1: my Crazy. favorite. My favorite. Ultimate favorites are when you go in there and you know a person does nothing but drink four cases of Coke in a week, but they're going to grab 15 cases of water when a hurricane's coming. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you don't even drink water, you drink Coke. So the people that drink water cannot get their water now because you just took them all.
0: Well, just so everybody knows out there, and everybody knows talks EDL's in Florida, but when you walk into a Walmart a di- 2 days before a hurricane's supposed to hit, everybody's cart is overflowing with survival stuff and, and they, it's water, milk, everything's crazy. They
1: limit us. They limit us. They said you can you can only get like so much cases of water because they can't get the water in fast enough to go with these people that want to get cases of it when they drink Coke all the time.
0: So can you imagine if there was a nationwide trucker sh- mm-hmm.
1: strike? Can oh you just gosh. imagine that? Three, three days. What's I'm saying? Yeah. Three days my butt. I guarantee yeah. you. I guarantee and I'm you. I'm not saying go and go on strike, guys. I'm not. I'm not. Telling no, you to do that. no, you would never get.
0: To, you know how many times they've tried to organize a strike in this country. It never works. I'm just saying bottom line is if the American people knew that the truckers were going to say, you know what, we're done, we're pissed off and we're going to get we're going to get Uh, equality here. Everybody cries about equality, but truckers never get that. Mm -hmm. So the the day truckers stood together and said, we're going to get equality here. We're not going to move the freight. In fact, they'd be blocking roads. You couldn't even get to the stores. But the bottom line is the greedy show up in Mm -hmm. droves to grab all the milk and water and eggs. Trust Mm -hmm. me, for all you people that didn't know that, if you ever hear of a strike or a disaster in your area, get to the store before the greedy get there because the greedy are going to go and take, more than their share, mm-hmm. and then they might sell it to you for like quadruple say, price. No,
1: you go in there and you buy it all, so you can s- sell it to them for quadruple price. No, <laughs>
0: I don't. I don't suggest doing that. But <laughs> but it's
1: just too bad. It's just it's it's amazing how some
0: people are. Oh my God, I got. It. We know that there's a thousand cases of water here. We better grab nine hundred of it. Mm-hmm. And and you know it's like screw that. Okay, what do you got next?
1: So many experts think that the trucking industry needs to hire. 900,000 more drivers. You know, we always that that driver shortage that's been going around.
0: The experts think that.
1: Yeah. So, in 2018, the American Trucking Association released a statement saying that the industry needed to hire almost 900,000 more drivers to meet the growing demands on the industry. However, not everyone is in agreement with this. The state of the industry, a Bureau of Labor Statistics reported report published earlier this year said the apparent shortage of drivers may actually be overblown.
0: Listen to this and I'm just going to I'm going to briefly talk about this. If you hired 900,000 more drivers, you would go way past the shortage, which would literally chop down everybody's miles even more. Now we got to share our miles with 900,000 more truckers. Yep. You'd be that forty three thousand dollars a year just you just said, said. Mm-hmm. you can cut that in half. Right. Trucking would be pretty much crap. No, you'd, lose, you'd lose You'd lose nine hundred thousand of them already. As soon as you hired nine hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand would go. Screw this! I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. So you'd be back to the same number.
1: Yeah, exactly. It, it's 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 an it's a cycle. So the average professional long haul trucker logs more than one hundred million or one hundred thousand miles per year. Which I already knew that. Right. So, given restrictions on how many hours a driver can log in a given day mm-hmm. and in a given week, most drivers will average about two thousand to three thousand miles a week mm-hmm. over the course of a year, that comes to an easily easy, easy one hundred thousand miles. for comparison, the average u s motorist drives about thirteen five mm-hmm. in a year, right so where Troy was saying about how much a driver goes out there and how much they drive and how they don't get the stop in the day of the nine-to-five thingy. Mm -hmm. Well, this is a great comparison here. The driver is driving 100,000 miles in a year. Mm -hmm. In one month, less than two months, a driver will have at that point driven what a normal person would drive in a year.
0: And let me just say this also, because I know there's a bunch of truckers that are listening right now, going 100,000 miles, shit. No wonder they're only making 43,000. And they're (laughs) right by saying that. Exactly. I I used to do right around 135, 140 every year. Well,
1: that's that's where the statistics for the drivers that don't want to really do as much work.
0: And or maybe they're just not getting the miles from their company because let me tell you something: 100,000 miles is only 2,000 miles a week. And a truck driver needs a minimum of 25 to 2,800 miles a week to be able to make a decent wage. I'm going to tell you that right now. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I don't know, maybe overall, that's probably with local drivers and regional drivers and over the road drivers all averaged out probably to a hundred thousand miles a year, but the over the road, or did it say the over the road trucker does only a hundred thousand? Long haul. Yeah. That's kind of a bizarre stat statistic. I would think that, that the average, even if the average over the road trucker did 2,400 miles, it's, you know, he's going to be up around a hundred and. $10,000, $120,000, Ten hundred and twenty thousand, 120000 something like that. I don't know. I, I just know that if I only drove 100,000 miles a year, I would not want to be out there. Personally, it's not worth it.
1: So far, the only person I know right now on a name that's part of the FMCSA who is the administrator is Ray Martinez. Who's that? The FMCSA administrator.
0: Okay. So he's one of those, Ray's one of the guys that is regulating the trucking industry that's never driven a truck trailer before? Correct. Way to go, Ray. <laughs> Ray makes up the rules. <laughs>
1: what else you got? That's my statistics. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you Yay know. Yay for Ray. Yeah. Yay. Hey, um,
0: <laughs> hey, we got to make some rules up today uh, about these truck drivers. Um, What should we do this time? Oh. Uh, how about give them nine hours a drive? Give them, and and look, look, I got an idea. Because, uh, like, last time it was, you got to run uh, so many, I guess, six or seven hours and take a 30-minute break. And then you can drive the rest of your 11 or 10 and a half hours or whatever the heck you're allowed. I hear that Ray and them guys are now saying you have to stop and have tea and biscuits or something like that. <laughs> it's a cookie break. You gotta you ha- You gotta have your cookies. That's the that's what those regulators Night time. <laughs> All right. Listen, we're gonna now hand out fruit and snacks and they have to have them or they can't <laughs> drive. No more. Nappy nap. Yeah, you have to take your nappy nap. All right, so listen, we're just clowning around. Today is January 1st. We don't usually mention the date, but we're actually in in the uh, studio here on January 1st, 2020. Talk C D L truly appreciates everybody out there. If you're looking to be on the show, and I mean this sincerely, you know.
1: You want to go and be on the show? Email me at ruthann at talkcdl.com. Yes, and that's true.
0: Email Ruthann because she coordinates that. Uh, uh, show times and well, not well, show I times. Don't,
1: but don't message it on Facebook because I never get to see those messages. I mean, I Ruth can. Anne's I never just on don't, Facebook. Don't, I
0: don't. She, oh, yeah. You're, just be honest. You're never on the Facebook page on talk cdl Very
1: you're little. Not, I'm very little on Facebook at all. Right. But I'm on there a lot. He is. I am. But message Send me the emails. I do better with email. Ruth Ann. R u t h a n n at talkcdl.com.
0: All right. And if you want to send any videos or pics or you want anything put up there, just a lot of the guys uh, send us stuff through Messenger or you can you can email Troy at talkcdl.com and uh, I handle a lot of that stuff. Yeah, or Troy ad-
1: handles the pictures.
0: Admin, whoever, somebody will get it and, and it'll get up there and, uh, you know, we'll get there. But we, we do appreciate everybody that's, that's uh, you know, sends us the great emails and the kind words and 2019. And uh, we're looking forward to 2020.
1: Here's to a great year.
0: All right, guys. Are we out of here, Ruthanne? Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.